What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Today is the special Thanksgiving mailbag episode that I promised I was going to deliver. Yeah, I'm a little late, but nonetheless, the episode's here. We're going to get into the voicemail, talk about the Bulls win last night, all that, plus more, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So the Bulls got a big win against the Milwaukee Bucks last night. This is following the win against the Boston Celtics. And the Bulls have bounced back after hitting rock bottom in a major, major way. Kobe White stepping up, uh, hitting some clutch shots. DeMar DeRozan just being marvelous as we're used to seeing. Patrick Williams playing another solid two-way game. And just the way that he plays, seeing his growth. It's all great to see. This is the momentum that we wanted to see this Bulls team build, especially heading and being now on a road trip, um, a six-game road trip uh, that started off last night against Milwaukee this Bulls team came in they locked in they played Vooch hitting some big shots down the clutch DeMar definitely doing it Kobe doing it and you know we'll talk about it in the voicemails we got some questions about Zach Levine and is there a regression there should we be more worried but at the end of the day this Bulls team has stood up and just responded well playing uh, some of the best four quarters of basketball throughout that we've seen in the last two games and so this Bulls team hopefully is now building that uh, that that momentum, building that play style, building that chemistry, building that identity that we talked about in the offseason. And if this team is doing that and can find a way to play this way consistently against the better teams in the NBA – it's going to bode well for us. This is going to be a team that could definitely uh, play much better for throughout the rest of the season, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. They have played two really good games back to back. And so now we just want to see that continue. We want to see them build off the things they've been doing. Well, uh, having just the balanced team effort, uh, everybody being locked in, uh, playing well, being focused and how they just go about things. It's just been great to see overall from this bulls team, just to be in and just respond in the way that they have, like almost hitting rock bottom with the, with the Zach Levine, uh, benching and things like that now I do want to see Zach's play get a little bit better like I said we got some voicemails on that so I'll get into that a little bit more then but at the end of the day it's this this Bulls team is taking care of business now against the top two teams in the Eastern Conference and we know they've been in almost every game this season except two that they've uh, the Cleveland game and can't remember the other game they got blown out in but without that being said like this team can play with anybody in the NBA we just got to make sure that they know it and seeing like I said the growth from Patrick Williams who's shooting over 50% from the field in the month of November, putting together one of the best months of his career. Um, on top of that, just everything coming coming together for this Bulls team. We always said here that this could, uh, don't get too down on the Bulls team. I've, I've been preaching that. I've been saying that. I know there've been some people that, you know, uh, kind of are, are over the seeing red and things like that, but it is what it is, right? At the end of the day, we know the talent. We know the capability of this team and the coaching staff. Billy Donovan has coached much better um, in the last two games and just be, seeming more focused and things like that and just using his timeouts better, using the rotations better, things like that. So this, this is a good win to build off of as the Boston Celtics win was. We got OKC coming up next. And so, you know, hopefully this team continues the positive vibes, continues the positive play, just continues overall being that dominant team that we're used, that we saw at, at times last season, especially early on in the season. But hopefully it's going to be more sustained. Sometimes you have to go through some adversity to really come out on the other side of it looking much better. And I do think that that's what we're getting from the Chicago Bulls team. But that's enough for me. Let's go ahead and get into this voicemails. This first one, this one's for Marvin. What's going on, Bulls fan? What's going on, guys? Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas to all. No, I've been missing in action for a couple of, uh, for a week here. I was out of, out of town on vacation getting a little R&R, but I'm back in full colors right now. 
Hey, I want to say this, guys. I didn't get a chance to call in about those four losses, but I know nobody, everybody was upset about it. I was, too, but I didn't get a chance to voice it. But I did want to say this, hey, I listened to the to the voicemail voicemail uh, episodes, and man, oh, man, was the, was the inmates running the asylum. But, hey, how about a couple of wins behind that to get everything straightened out? But I did want to address one thing. Last year, the Bulls were 12-6 and six after 18 games. This year, we're 8-10. But last year, remember, guys, we had one of the weaker schedules beginning of the season. This year, second toughest schedule in the NBA, we end up 8-10. I think we're doing okay. <clears throat> a lot of things to be taken care of. But these last two wins were humongous. And I want to say, if we can say one thing about the Bulls, we're playing better against tough teams, and that's good going down the stretch. Hopefully we can get everybody back healthy, get Gordon back, and then bring in Alonzo. I want to mention Alonzo because hopefully we can get him back. I think that'll help the team a lot. As far as Patrick Williams is going, come on, guys. We should have known he's going to come around, and I think he will. Playing a lot better. A lot of players on the team need to step it up, including Zach, but I think Zach's still shaking off the rest from the, uh, from the surgery. I think he'll get a lot better. But I did want to give a positive note about 8 and 10. When you play 8 and 10 basketball, actually the Bulls have the second toughest schedule in the first 20 games of the season. You go 8 and 10 and then look forward to the rest of the season. I think you got something to look up to. Then the Billy Donaldson. Ups and downs, I know, guys, we are upset with his, with his coaching ability. But in the last two games, you can all pat him on his back and say he's a lot better. So in closing, I want to say happy holidays to everybody. Season's a long season, tough schedule coming up. We still got tough games coming up, including this road trip. Started off right against Milwaukee, but then we go to Oklahoma, Utah, Phoenix, Golden State, Sacramento. Neither one of those games are easy, guys. We need to stay on the grind. If we can get through this road trip with at least four wins out of this, I think we'll be okay. Come back home, get you know, get our you know, regroup, get our stuff back together. We need to get more out of uh, Zach. I think it's coming, but I did want to say. I appreciate the call from Teresa. She had us dying last man, but she's truly to the point. And I believe they heard her. So shout out to Teresa. Shout out to everybody. Happy holidays to everybody. I'm back, guys. So let's get confident. Bulls be all right. Peace out. All right, and Marvin talks about the start of the Bulls season. And, yeah, it's been an up-and-down season. The Bulls sit at 8-10 and 10 right now. Um, and they very well could come out of this uh, road trip above 500 and that would be the best outlook the eastern conference is very tight um when you look at just how things have gone in the east and and, and shaking out and the, how much games are still left to be played it's going to be interesting season in the eastern conference um but to marvin's point like seeing this team play the way that they did seeing the way that they just they've rebounded from adversity all those things it's just it's just really good to see um from this team uh and yeah you know they don't have the same record that they did last season uh marvin said it i said it on the uh, last pre-recorded episode as well on yes yesterday morning is that the Bulls have had the second uh, strongest uh, strength to schedule the Philadelphia 76ers were, were a 500 team as well coming out them and they were the only team with a stronger schedule than we have so at the end of the day it's this the Bulls have shown enough the Bulls have shown in the in their wins and in the in the way that they can play that we know that they can be in there with anybody it's just that they have to believe it and you know you know we'll see what's going on with Zach it, it's some concern there we'll, we'll see what's going on with that but at the end of the day it's this right this Bulls team is playing with that Harvey one to see this Bulls team is getting the heart back that was the biggest concern for me at least which is seeing this team play with little to no heart so now seeing them do that seeing them respond in major games in the ways that they have it just hopefully we see this continue and it is something that we build off on going forward into the into the rest of the season all right let's get into this next voicemail this one's from Jamal 
What's up, Hayes? It's your boy Jamal back again with another voicemail for you. I would be a lot more excited about this voicemail, but considering it's 2 o'clock in the morning, I don't think my neighbors would be happy with me screaming. Um, just want to talk quickly about the games, uh, specifically the Bucks game. I'm so glad that we got both these wins against the Celtics and the Bucks. Um, it saw a lot of good things that I did enjoy. saw some things I didn't, um, particularly in this Bucks game. With long rebounds, we have got to get better at rebounding and things like that. Not fouling, of course, um, and stopping second chance points. But I was happy with the way the Bulls played. Their defense looked immaculate. Their rotations were on point, um, and it seemed like everybody stepped in to play defense. It wasn't just like the typical guys of Patrick, Io, uh, AC, or Javante. Like Demar, Zach, Vooch, all stepped up defensively to try to win this game. They each one of them contributed in their own way. I know Zach didn't have the best game down the stretch, and yeah, there was some shots that he took that I was not happy with. <clears throat> but I think Zach is somebody who desperate to prove himself and that gets into his head. I think that overall though he did have a pretty solid game, not a great game, not a good game, but a solid game in, in terms of other things that he did to try to help contribute to winning the game. Um Patrick Green say great defense on Giannis, at least for the first half. Second half of course Giannis is a superstar player so he's gonna do what superstars do. But Patrick Green played some great defense on him, along with like IO and I mean, you know, and the other guys, AC and everything like that. Um, but I just, I was happy to see the effort that we put out. We actually looked like we wanted to go out there and win this game, which made me very excited, especially considering the last few games we've been kind of slumping and just lackadaisical. So, um, of course, you know, let me know what you think. As always, see where it go, Bulls. All right, so uh, Jamal points out a couple of things. The Bulls get better at the long rebounds. That's one thing that we did good in the Boston game, just attacking it. Javante does that great. Alex Caruso does it sometimes, but not as much as Javante. Uh, but, you know, the key thing here, the Bulls stepping it up defensively. That's the, that's the thing that we know that this Bulls team can score with anybody. If they continue to just play. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Hey, with this level of focus on the defensive end, we know that they can beat anyone, and that's been the biggest revelation in this. And, you know, Patrick Williams has been a huge part of that himself. I talked about it last night on the postgame show, just Patrick Williams using his body a little bit better, knowing how to get to his spots, all these things. It's just, it's, 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 you're seeing it pay off. And on top of that, he's shooting the ball well, making teams pay for sagging off on him. That's going to be the things that make Patrick Williams' season just so much better. Look at where we started off with the season with Patrick Williams. So many people being over Patrick Williams, calling him a bust, some people even calling him the next Tony Snell which is just idiotic because he's always played better than Tony Snell but just seeing that uh, level of play from him seeing the way he responded to the adversity as well Billy Donovan cutting his minutes the 15 minute games the 20 minute games and now just being a big part of that Bulls rotation even now being out there 
in in clutch time as well. That was all important to see for Patrick Williams. And I do think we're seeing Patrick Williams turn himself into a hell of a basketball player. And this is the growth that we wanted to see from Patrick Williams, averaging over 11 points per game in the month of November. As I already said, the best month of his of his career, really, he's having right now. And so it's good to see that that confidence building, P. Will. You're seeing him be able to just learn and understand how to use his body a little bit better. Another one of Jamal's point is better at second chance points. I do definitely want to see that. I think Andre Drummond's definitely going to help with that as well. But overall, with the improved play of Kobe White, things like that, I just I can't wait to see what this team looks like when Goran comes back as well um, and see what it, what it looks like having him and Kobe just and, and Caruso just the ball handles out there. Yeah, it's going to be a small lineup, probably not used that that much. But it's just it's a lot of things left with this. Alex Caruso also like Alex Caruso is one of those players that is he's, he's coming along. He had a slow start to the season, shooting terribly. He's shooting the ball a little bit better, just getting to his spots better. We already know what he brings defensively. Um, and so as he continues to do those things for the Chicago Bulls, team it's just listen it's great to see this is just this is a fun fun team to watch and I think for one that you know just seeing the the Bulls fans as well appreciating this team a little bit more realizing that hey maybe we jumped the gun a little bit too early thinking that it was all doom and gloom for the Chicago Bulls team now we're seeing them play much better respond better all these type of things that's what we needed wanted and deserved to see from our Chicago Bulls on top of the heart that they're now playing with that's the thing that I've always wanted to see this team play with that heart we're seeing that now and I think that you know bulls fans are responding to that as well all right let's get into this next voicemail this one's from Teresa. what's up hey my bad my phone just died on your ass but anyway uh this Teresa, aka going your auntie hey much better the last couple games i've been enjoying myself much better pace much better movement the ball rotating everybody's cutting i just hope Devontae javante green okay but kobe i ain't gonna lie i'm gonna learn how to shut the fuck up sometimes Cause that nigga was trash to me. When I say that man stepped up and, and this clutch point that we needed, he did that. Now, we, we don't see that from Kobe too often. Yes, that man, listen, Kobe did that, yes. Um, DeMar DeRozan had to take over because I don't know what the fuck exactly the problem is. He can't shoot threes no more. I, bro, I ain't going to lie. I think it's just me because I never, as long as I've been watching Zach Levine since he was playing, playing in college in L.A., like, I've never seen him play like this. I, I think it's the me. I, I give him a few, but I, if I was Billy, I would have bitched his ass long. You know, you're doing all this fuck shit. You ain't hearing shit, but he did little shit on defense and on court. I give him that. But offense is just terrible. The last couple of games have just been terrible. I don't know what's been going on. And Billy, he have to stop going small. How the fuck you got all these guards out here, Billy? All these motherfuckers on motherfucking uh, Milwaukee, they huge as hell. Look at Bobby Porter's all they there. Huge as hell. Why the fuck you got all these guards out here? Billy got, Billy got to get that rotation right, bro. I mean, for the last couple of uh, games, his game plan been nice. I'll give it to you. I ain't going to lie. But props do, I will give it to you. But Billy, you got to do better than that. You got to do better than that on some real shit. And all this shit starting slow. Y'all got to stop that shit, boy. I'm glad fucking Milwaukee was off not shooting the way they supposed to be shooting. Or they probably would have fucked us up because basically we started slow. Like, we started slow. We got to stop that shit. Exactly whatever you got going on on the outside of your world at your crib. Bro, you need to put your focus back on this court, on back on the Bulls court, on Bulls game, bro. Because you ain't been doing shit. I don't know that. I can't take up for you no more. And you always crying about getting benched. Shut the fuck up. You need to be benched. 
the way you've been playing, sit your ass down and think about it or get your mad right, get your knee right. I don't know what the fuck going on with you, but something going on with you and it ain't right. You really hurting us, bro. You hurting the fuck out of the bulls the last couple games. You've been fucking us up, Zach. You've been hurting us. Get, come on, Zach. Tie your shoe strings up, bro. Get your shit together. Tie them motherfuckers tight. You need to be back focused on this game. I understand. You got a wife. You just had a little baby. Hey, I'm with that. Well, this is a job, bro. How you go? All right. So, uh, Goon leaves a lot of thoughts there. The Bulls playing much better. Kobe White stepping up. Kobe White shut a lot of people up uh, yesterday. And even in the in the first half, it's kind of up and down on Kobe White. Um, but he really came in clutch for Kobe. And that's the thing. Kobe is never reluctant to shoot. And because of that that non-reluctance to shoot, he's going to hit some big shots for us at times. He's going to shoot us out of some games at times or shoot his way out of the out of the rotation and lineup at times. But he stepped up when we needed it. Him, Vooch, both hitting big threes when we needed them. And I've always said this, Kobe White's growth, right? If Kobe White can ever get to being a consistent player, it changes the whole dynamic of this team. And I don't use those words lightly. It really does add so much to this Bulls team and this Bulls bench. Because even with the way Goran's been shooting this season, even when Alice Caruso shot falling, even with Drummond and and, and and Javante when he's playing with energy. There's not one player on this bench that has the, the microwave ability of Kobe White when it comes to scoring. And if we can see that be something that he can be consistent in and can be consistent for this team, it really completely changes the dynamic of this team in a positive way. Now, another one of Goon's points in this is Zach Levine possibly is it a regression is it the knee um it's definitely something with Zach and I do think he's out there trying to make a point I do think he's trying especially in, in, a, in a game that was close down the stretch and the Milwaukee Bucks even took back the lead briefly I do think that Zach Levine was pressing some to try to make sure that he made the play to get this team in the game but the shot just wasn't falling I do think it's going to click for Zach Zach is going to have uh randomly one of those games where he goes off like 10 of 14 shooting and he has 35 points and something like that and then I think once that happens at some of that that gets off of him and we'll see him play better well sometimes with scores you just they just need that game he is having uh not the start to the season that we usually come to expect from Zach Levine but the thing with Zach is he is doing other things he is being more locked in defensively he is getting a higher number of assists he is doing these things he's still averaging over 20 points per game Zach is averaging 24 and 4 on a PER 15.9 that's the that's the, the surprising thing right that tells you that Zach, who's been a very efficient player for the Chicago Bulls, if he can get back to hitting that, those shots at a decent clip, the clip that we're used to him seeing, it, it, that points per game is going to skyrocket easily. And we're going to start seeing Zach Levine be back to the player that we're used to seeing. This is literally Zach Levine's lowest PER, his efficiency rating, since the his first season in Chicago. So, you know, seeing those things come along and just how he's grown over the time, hopefully he can get back to that 20, 21 uh, PER type player. And if he does that with the way that he shoots, the shots he's been taking, Zach Levine's points per game are going to definitely skyrocket. But his impact on the game is also going to be, especially if he keeps that defensive intensity, keeps moving the ball like he does at times, keep pushing that pace as well. I don't want to say it's a regression yet for Zach Levine. I do think it's still that comfortability with the knee. But at some point, we got to stop blaming the knee and just realize that Zach sees is what it is but hopefully before we get to that point zach levine is playing much better all right let's get into the last voicemail today this one's from johnny hey hey is this uh johnny balls 9331 uh i'm a bulls fan from the houston area and i just wanted to say that the people overreacting about zach like the over and under for the betting was like at like 23 points and i easily got that uh, i haven't been able to be in the chat as much i just had a kid last week she's five days old right now 
But I'll for sure be in the live stream tonight. I love what you're doing. You have a good one. All right, Johnny asked, are, are fans overreacting to Zach Levine? I think to a degree, right? You see some people that are just like, oh, Zach got his money. He doesn't care anymore. Those are overreactions. But I think there are there is some legitimate things, much like with Goon, much like in my last response as well to her, is that there's definitely some things that looking at Zach Levine's play that are concerns, right? There definitely are concerns. The jacking up shots early in the shot clock, things like that. But at the end of the day, it's this. I, I, I think once he starts feeling more comfortable in that knee and that knee gets to a better place, and hopefully hopefully that's what it is, once that happens, as I said before, everything's going to start showing. But the most important thing of this voicemail isn't even the thing about Zach Levine. Thank you for that. It's the fact that you just had a new kid. Congrats on the new kid. Happy Thanksgiving to you, brother. Thank you for sending in that voicemail. And that is it for the Thanksgiving voicemail episode of Chicago Bull Central. Make sure you guys follow the show at Bull Central Pod at, at, on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, you want to leave a text and our voicemail like you heard on today's show, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in everything on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.